Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Congressman, uh, welcome in. I know we had a big vote tonight. But boy, just because of this inflation report, much higher than expected, we're seeing a major market uh, collapse here today. Yeah, and, you know, they're doing everything they can to try to pump up the market, but we have to be realistic. There's a disconnect between what's happening in the market, I mean, in the past, even when it goes up, and what people are finding at the grocery store, the gas station, when they need to get repair work done to their home, buy construction materials, the everyday necessities of life, people understand and they know uh, that it's costing them a lot more, and it's not being made up in their salaries or their income or their hourly rate. And Joe Biden, for a while, I mean, he keeps changing tax, but, you know, one of his uh, focus was to, to say that how great everything was and the economy was doing well. And I guess maybe for his billionaire international friends it is, but for the average man and woman who are breaking their back trying to make a living, it is not. Uh, tonight, uh, we hear, and the Philadelphia Inquirer says, uh, we don't know if they have the votes this time around. A, will there be an impeachment vote tonight, do you think? And B, why will there be a better outcome? There will be an impeachment vote. And, you know, you can't blame the speaker for the last vote. I know some folks were said, why did we put the vote up? Why did we have it when we, you know, the, the whip count should have shown that the votes weren't there? Let's understand that Steve Scalise was getting his last treatment in Louisiana. And by the way, he's doing great in total, complete remission. So he's doing well. And as you know, he mm-hmm. is the majority leader. On, on the other side of the aisle, they had a gentleman by the name of Al Green who was sick in the hospital. But here's what they did. So we should have had the votes because we didn't think he was going to be there. They wheeled him in on a gurney and had him vote. They took him out of the hospital, mm-hmm. wheeled him in on a gurney and had him vote. And that's, you know, in all humanness, I don't know what else to say, you wouldn't think that something like that would happen, but it did. Which is my point, Don, when you and I always speak. They play for real, the left does. When you're the left and the ultra-left, they stick together, uh, even though they might be traditional liberal or extreme liberal or socialist or even those in that side who hate the country. And I'm not talking about people, everyday people out in the streets. I'm talking about the leadership here. They stick together and they make sure because they see the end game, which to them is always to win and permanently change the country. So to answer your question directly, I believe we will have the vote tonight, and I believe that it will succeed by the narrowest of margins. I mean, we have a very, very tight majority, and I pray that, you know, next year um, we will start the year out with a stronger majority in the House, a new majority in the Senate, and a new president. And then we can really get some things and you know what? I wanted to make some, say something else, which I'm probably breaking on, on your show, but I just uh, put in a new bill today uh, that I authored, which is the immediate detention and deportation of illegals who assault COPS Act. And basically what this bill does is said if you assault a police officer, first of all, you have broken the law already and come into the country illegally. If it was up to me, 
those folks would have been detained in Mexico or sent back immediately to their country of origin if they got through. Uh, they shouldn't be here, you know, and but nevertheless, they are. So we have to resort to legislation like this, which actually changes the Immigration Act and has an allowance for when somebody uh, is an illegal and they commit a crime against a police officer, they attack a police officer, they assault a police officer, they're immediately detained by the feds, and they are deported, period. Well, you know, um, that uh, that's great news because I would think in the House even some Democrats are going to vote for that. At least they've been on record now decrying this. Maybe even over in the Senate uh, it, there might be enough votes. I'm hoping. God knows I never know what the Senate's going to do. But I tried to, you know, craft the bill so you almost just couldn't vote against it. Now, some people will anyhow. You know, when we said no uh, nuclear arms in Iran, we had people on the other side that voted against that bill. So, you know, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm hopeful that everybody votes for it. It's the right thing to do. Uh, and, you know, we put the bill in today. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to get immediately marked up in the Judiciary Committee this week. And I hope to bring it to the floor very soon. That is great news. Now, that is a winner. wanted to ask you to uh, Rand Paul, uh, Mike Lee, some of the regulars we have here on the show did the right thing, the filibuster, then the vote in the middle of the night. But my goodness, these other Republicans, first of all, why would we give $60 billion? Rand Paul made this case. Uh, and he, he said something, uh, Jeff, I don't know if you saw this. You're busy with other things. He said that uh, bill in the Senate spending all this money in Ukraine when not fixing the border ought to have on its cover the picture of the very people you're talking about, illegal people here, assaulting the cops in Times Square. That's what Republican senators ought to put on that bill, said Rand Paul. Oh, and and he's right. Uh, You know, I mean, we're worried about, look, let me step back for a second here. I feel bad for the people in Ukraine. It is a corrupt, it has traditionally, historically been a corrupt country. We have, if we send this $60 billion over, which I will not vote for, but if we did, we will have spent just about as much money in Ukraine in the last year, well over $100 billion, as we have given to Israel since its inception after World War II in the 1940s. Think about that. That's unbelievable. I mean, what's the deal here? And, you know, Joe Biden said no matter how much it costs, no matter what it takes, no matter how long it is, well, you know, here's a guy um, who's only been in government his entire life, and I guess he just thinks the answer to everything is to spend, but it isn't. It's the people's tax dollars. It's the veterans who don't have health care. It's the veterans who are homeless. It is the people who are breaking their back and can't pay their taxes or meet their mortgage. It's the people who are out there every day who love America, and for God's sake, We're not even always taking care of them, but we're here, you know, and we're spending money, um, this kind of money on Ukraine, and there's no damn accountability. So these bills, and I've spoken to the speaker about it. First of all, I am, I guess, disappointed and disturbed that Republican senators would do this. And just as a segue, the bill that some Republicans, not the majority, thank God, in the Senate, but some Republicans worked on. Uh, to deal with the border was an atrocity. 
It was awful. It was worse than doing nothing. It legalized illegal immigration. I've never seen anything like it. And thank God that bill is not exactly. going anywhere. Exactly. And I spoke to the speaker about uh, the, the bill that's going to come over. And I think you might have seen that today early on he announced that it's not going anywhere. Look, I do want to help Israel. They're one of our oldest friends, and they were brutally and savagely attacked by Hamas. Uh, and they need some help. But it needs to be separate bills. They need a separate bill on Israel, a separate bill on Ukraine, a separate bill on the Indo-Pacific, and a separate bill if they want to give money to Palestine, which is going to go to Hamas. I'm voting. To, I would vote to give Israel the money. And I spoke numerous times to the speaker over the last few months, even before he was speaker. And, you know, just to the point that you can, you know, the days of combining these bills together so you either vote for something that you don't want to vote for or vote against something that you do want to vote for. That's the way these politicians do it in the old days. Damn it, we want to see an end to that. We want a breath of fresh air. Vote for whatever you believe, but don't mix things together like that so everybody gets screwed. Uh, Jeff Van Drew, congratulations. Another big moment. We can hardly wait till the bill moves forward. Thank you, as always, Congressman. Tom, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate that you get the word out there, and you are a voice of freedom in this country. I need it. Thank you. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.